My favorite dish is fish, Mother Flipper, and God I eat it. it for the hell of it. A nice bit of halibut. And you know what goes good with halibut? Watching Anna and the Apocalypse for this here 2021 Christmas special for this here podcast, B-Movie Mania! Welcome to the crossroads of camp, the bastion of the bazaar, the place where low budgets meet high praise. Yes, it's B-Movie Mania! And now, B-Movie Maniacs, here are your hosts, the cream of the crap, the connoisseurs of cult, your cinematic creepy uncles, Paul Brooks, Jason Hulls, and crazy Chris Hudson. Damn it, that was my greeting. <laughs> Did I steal your greeting? Well, that's my favorite you know. dish is fish, mother flipper. Somebody was going <laughs> to just do it, do it anyway. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to our 2021 Christmas special here at B Movie Mania. I am your host for the evening, Jason Hulls, and I have with me other hosts. One of those hosts is Crazy Chris Hudson. My favorite dish is fish, Mother Flipper. <laughs> My favorite dish is fish, Mother Flipper. I did it anyway. It's so That's great. That's fine. You want to keep going? I, I didn't write down the rest of the words. Uh, and I eat it for the hell of it. And I eat it for the hell of it. Hell of it? A nice bit of halibut. A nice bit of halibut. And, and then I got yeah, yeah, stop. That's all okay. I got. It's fine. My favorite dish is fish, Mother Flipper. And I eat it for the hell of it. A nice bit of halibut. And we also have over here to my left, Paul Brooks. You, it's That's some tinsel. Yeah. Shaking the tinsel? I was really hoping for a euphemistic Santa song. But... No, I'm. I was really hoping for my favorite dish is fish, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm rustling. I'm. I'm gently rustling this tinsel to distract the zombies. Oh yes. Oh yes. Great idea. <laughs> it's not working. Great idea. Everybody, Mike couldn't make it tonight. He is hanging out with Cringe Crinkle for the holidays in Cringe's Arkansas wooded cabin. So he's not going to join us tonight. Yeah. Mm-mm. We watched Anna in the Apocalypse. And I think it's a great time to welcome in a guest to help us mm-hmm. analyze mm-hmm. this zombie Christmas musical because we are really probably not qualified to do this. Agreed. No, Agreed. Nope. So I would like to welcome into the room YouTube sensation musical expert Cat Steel. Oh my goodness. Hey guys, what's up? Hello. Hey. Good evening. Hello. Merry Christmas. Hey. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having me on. Wow. What a what an honor to be back and what an honor to uh, force you guys into watching yet another musical. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Truly my favorite. <laughs> Wait, was this your pick? No, this was not my pick. I was just referencing the time that I did pick Cats, the greatest oh, yes. musical oh. ever made. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In case... People have forgotten or or are unfamiliar. Cat and I, uh, a couple years ago at this point, couple went years. to the theater to see Cats, the the movie musical, and then we did like a B movie mania special on what we witnessed that fateful night. We'll have it linked down below. Oh, awesome! Um, did you guys ever put up the lost episode of the Butthole Cut? <laughs> 
Are we responsible for that? Are we supposed to put 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 the butthole cut together? Is that our well, our job? Paul, yeah. I think the problem is the butthole cut is our buttholes, and oh. no one wants to oh, see the that. pass. That's oh, true. The no. CGI is just it's it's not developed enough. You need to do it. It's awful. It's the only way. So, Kat, I, I mentioned how we were not qualified to judge Anna in the Apocalypse based on its musical qualities, but you are. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and some of the stuff that you do that will tell our listeners why you're an expert in this field. Totally. Um, well, I love musicals. I never stop talking about musicals, uh, so much so that I, I do it on the internet a whole lot over on YouTube. Um, if you've... Googled what to sing at an audition and an annoying blonde girl has yelled at you through your computer screen in the last five years, it was probably me. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it's a good time. I, I love Broadway. I love musical theater. Wait, so since Kat is on the show, are we, am I understanding this right? Is Anna in the Apocalypse a musical? I think so. I would qualify Anna in the Apocalypse absolutely as an original movie musical. Now, you hadn't seen this movie. You watched it for this podcast, right? Yes, I did. I did. I've actually been meaning to watch it for years, uh, and Paul and I never got around to it. I was trying to force him to watch it originally when it came out. Do you remember this? I remember very well. In fact, I don't think it was even a matter of you trying to force me. I think I was like, yeah, let's go. And I really don't remember why it didn't happen. It's just one of those things that kind of fell through the cracks. Uh, Paul, you don't you don't remember that apocalypse that happened, preventing no, you from I'm, watching this movie. I think the real world apocalypse prevented yeah. it. Right? Yeah, that there was that. Yeah, yeah. This one I had on my radar when it ha- was about to come out, and then somehow it just fell off my radar, yeah. and I forgot about it. And then I got to pick the Christmas movie this year, and I was fortunate enough to see it again, and I was like, yes, that one. So I hadn't seen it either. I'm glad it finally got on our radar. Yeah. So this will be fun. Uh, Chris, do you have the IMDb synopsis? Can we tell the people who don't know what this is a little bit about it? I do. Uh, I don't know who wrote this one, but I will read it. When the zombie apocalypse hits the sleepy town of Little Haven at Christmas, teenager Anna and her high school friends have to fight sing, and dance to survive with the undead horde all around them. Teaming up with her best friend, John, Anna has to fight her way through zombified snowmen, Santas, elves, and Christmas shoppers to get across town to the high school where they'll be safe. But they soon discover that being a teenager is just as difficult as staying alive, even at the end of the world. Wow. Nice. Well done. I thought you said undead whore. Well, I mean... <laughs> they have we, to fight we, the undead whore. That's, that's fine. That's in the extended cut that I watched. <laughs> that's the butthole cut. Yeah. <laughs> the still, undead whore cut. Still too much butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's also been compared, or I guess it should be described as Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. Yeah, watching this, I'm like... Like, not not necessarily in a bad way, but I do think that this movie owes a lot to Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. there's at least one scene that's pretty much lifted straight from right. Shaun of the Dead. But did did, did any of you guys watch the uh, the short this was based off of? Zombie no. musical? No. 
Mm-mm. Ooh, well, I did. And that scene, the one scene that I know specifically was pretty much lifted from Shaun of the Dead, was also in Zombie Musical. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What's pretty good? It's fun. What scene, Chris? Uh, the one lifted from Shaun of the Dead. Ah, yes. Thank <laughs> yes. you for the clarification. <laughs> I, ass- I assume you're talking about when it's it's towards the, the beginning and Sean is basically oblivious that, yeah, that the yeah, apocalypse the, has already the whole, happened. The whole wake up scene, walking yeah. through yeah. the streets and oblivious okay. to the whole. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. again, that's fine. You know, it's a, it's an homage, if you will. It's not like it wasn't directly ripped off or anything. I didn't feel like. No. The film was made in 2017, filmed in Port Glasgow, Scotland, hmm. directed by John McPhail. Oh, which uh, in honor of our Scottish brothers, I have, uh, I'm drinking a little Laphroaig tonight. Mm-mm. Great. Hey, appropriate. Mm, smoky and peaty. Cat, have you ever, <laughs> not not tasted, but have you ever just smelled Laphroaig? No, so I thought you said Freud. I, I truly thought you said I'm drinking Freud tonight. I'm like, aren't we all? It's, it's a very it's the most psychological of scotches. Yeah. Okay, so wait, I'm what is this? Another. What are you drinking? Yeah. A uh Lafroig single malt scotch. It's okay. smoky and peaty. But when he says smoky, he means it smells like paint thinner. It'll burn <laughs> your nostrils. Oh, no. Oh, God. I was trying to think of what it would be, and that's that's a very accurate description. Yeah. It's, oh, my gosh. it's generally one of those drinks you walk into a room, and everyone's like, who the fuck is drinking a campfire? That's so funny. Do you know what? Yeah. I feel like that would double as a good zombie weapon, like if you were in mm. an apocalypse and you had to have something that's within your reach right now. That's, that's why that could... I always keep a bottle around. Just that's what I figured, you know, yeah. I can splash it on them and and we're good. Yeah. This actually leads into uh, a question that I had for you guys. Um, I watched an interview with the lead actress, right? And this interviewer asked her if you could... If you were in a real zombie apocalypse and you had two weapons and you were fighting alongside a celebrity, what two weapons would you choose and who would the celebrity be? Interesting. Chris Pratt and Malcolm McDowell. Those would be my weapons. <laughs> why do you, those why do you instantly have it? Those are your weapons? And why is it Chris Pratt? <laughs> well, because he's offensive and he'll keep okay. the zombies away. And Malcolm All McDowell, right. I, I would just kind of like to hang out with him during the apocalypse. Okay, so, so he's he your celebrity or your weapon? My weapons. Those okay, then who's weapons. your celebrity? Uh, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia Roberts is going to yeah. use Malcolm McDowell <laughs> as a weapon. Yes, yes. Wow, okay. Um, Kat, what do you think? Oh, gosh, you know, I think I think uh, Julia Roberts is definitely a great pick. I, I guess I have to remove her from my roster now because she was definitely going to be we, there. We can share. We can share. Okay, we can it's share okay. Julia okay. Roberts. Okay, yeah. then do you yes. know what? I'm going to list Julia Roberts as uh, a weapon for me. Uh, and okay. then I'm also going to use a baseball bat. That's going to be my short-range weapon. Um, mm-hmm. And then my celebrity would have to be like um, – how about like a like a game of battleship, like a like a Hasbro box, like a like a board game? That's gonna be my celebrity. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Wow. Okay, yeah. we're nice. we're getting real loose with the rules. Nice. But Paul, okay, what do you think? Uh, so is it two celebrities, one weapon? Yes. I think it's three celebrities, one cup. Yes. Ooh, the <laughs> right. musical. The musical. Two weapons, one celebrity. Huh? Two weapons, one celebrity. Oh, two weapons, one celebrity. Okay. Uh, for the celebrity, I would go Dave Batista. 
Oh, and nice. just wow. and just cower behind him the entire time. Um, and for weapons, I would go um, probably a. I've watched a, a lot of Walking Dead, so probably a knife because it's silent and you can you know you never run out of ammo or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then probably um, uh, my Blu-ray copy of the film Battleship starring Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> good good yeah. i think also if you choose that you get a bonus weapon umbrella by rihanna oh okay i'll <laughs> yeah. take it yeah nice <laughs> jay what if you had to pick one celebrity and two weapons who would it be Thanks don't say tom waits no you can say tom waits <laughs> i'm gonna say tom waits his, Why tom voice, waits? his, his voice will I've, yeah. I've always wanted to meet him <laughs> he's not gonna do shit in a zombie Beautiful. apocalypse <laughs> he's gonna write really weird music about it yeah it's so business on business. Yes. It'd be yeah. a very appropriate soundtrack for the end of the world. Yeah. Um, and then my weapons, I think I would take a shovel because Oh, well. It worked in the past. Some precedent <laughs> there's some precedent there. Yeah, there's some precedent there, Chris. Oh, well. Yeah, you gotta dig a lot of graves, right? And uh okay, we're okay. And um I'm gonna go like like a machine gun. <laughs> of some kind. Solid. Range. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah long you range can weapon. really, really beat those zombies in the head with that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I need oh, to, yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. turn into a good blunt instrument. If you're in a pinch, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Kat, in case, I, I, I don't know if, I'm sure I've talked to you about this at some point, but the three of us here did a zombie movie years ago. Uh, and so we were all, you know, zombie killers in that thing. And Jay, actually, his main weapon was a shovel. Chris, yours was a machete. Yes. Yes. And a backpack. Are and a, ba- talking, a backpack. We're talking about the hit masterpiece, uh, Late Afternoon of the Living Dead. There yes. you go. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, the- you definitely are replacing Mike now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which it's, <laughs> I noticed this movie has a lot in common with our movie because there is a nut shot to a zombie in, yes. in Anna and the Apocalypse. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. It doesn't kill the zombie in Anna and the Apocalypse, unlike our superior film. But hey, I, like the, I like the nod. Superior nut shot. Yes. I want to take it a step further, Chris. If I'm not mistaken, I think actually the first like defense that Anna goes on against a zombie is with a she throws a backpack oh, at a zombie. Does, you know, oh yeah, she throws a backpack is at a zombie. True? Yeah. True. And uh true. yeah, it doesn't quite kill the zombie because she missed the crotch area. Right. But she learns and later on kicks a soccer ball into the zombie nuts. But yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, Paul. I didn't make that connection. Wow. wow. I, my score just went up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah through the roof so basic first third of the movie here is uh sort of just a teen teen drama right yeah Mm -hmm. like anna wants to go to australia she doesn't want to go to college her dad is a little upset about that we've got john the friend who wants to be more and he's trying to be more um I, in the, in the first fifteen minutes or so, also there are two songs. I was wondering how often the songs were going to be yeah. spaced out. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that there is enough music in this? Is the pacing of is the placement and the pacing of the songs appropriate? You know, it it depends on the genre, and I think for this genre, it absolutely works. Um, traditionally, I would like to see a little more music and a little bit of a smoother transition, but it almost adds to the comedy that it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And it's like, <laughs> oh shit, remember, we're in a musical. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of fun. Well, well, one thing I really liked about this, reading up on it a little bit, is this is totally an indie film. This was not yeah. a studio movie. And it, yeah. I didn't see what the budget was, but it seemed like it was pretty tight. Like the uh, the actress who played Steph, I believe, did all the choreography. And wow. Yeah, and but I don't know. It seems like it's got a much higher budget than it had. Like they did a fantastic job, I thought, on the songs, yes. the choreography, everything. One thing that stuck out to me through the whole movie is um, just looking at it from like a filmmaking perspective. They did an excellent job of taking the characters and putting them in semi sort of isolated locations, but having that work and having it make sense. Yeah. Um, You've got the school, which was an abandoned school that they shot in, which I think has since been torn down. But um, I just noticed like the way they move the characters through the city there's never like giant crowd like downtown city type yeah. shots yeah it's always kind of isolated locations but you don't really you can watch the movie and not get that sense which is i i think a credit to how they set up and directed the movie i think it's sense. handled in a in a smart way because there's certain shots where like a building is on fire in the background. There's a big explosion at one point. So they give you the sense of like, yeah, this is a really big deal. And like shit is going down all over the place without making it front and center, I guess maybe for budgetary reasons, but yeah, Yeah. it works well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can tell, I mean, if you know to look, yeah, maybe it's a low budget, but to me, I was never taken out of the movie or the experience of it because of, and, Jay, can I just say, you know, we're talking about the first third of the movie here. I just want to say that I fully support Anna's decision to take a year off from college and just go explore the world for a little bit. You got to do that. You know, I mean, like, we don't do it nearly enough here in America. I was a little surprised that her dad was, you know, kind of taken aback by it. I'm like, yeah, go to Australia for a little bit, whatever. Yeah, team gap year. Heck yeah. Where are you going to go? Australia first. The ticket's open. Oh, well, that's all right if it's open. Hey, think of all the beautiful places you could get mugged or killed. Stop trying to run my life. I'm not a little girl anymore. Well, stop acting like one. If your mother could see you, no. I can't wait to get away from you. Anna. We have some friends. Uh, Anna has some, uh, some, so there's some, she's surrounded by a world of other characters, one of which I mentioned being John, who is real friend zone. And don't forget the bad boy. Oh, talk about the bad boy, Chris Hudson. You're a bad boy. Uh, yeah, I am. His dad, his name is Nick. His dad was in Army. Kind of mm-hmm. like, like I mean, I could totally be his dad if I were Scottish, I guess. And well, you're um, drinking scotch. I am drinking yeah, scotch. So that qualifies me to be, uh, to be Nick's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's really good at killing zombies. Yep. But, yep, yep. but it's kind of cool. I really like the uh, interplay between Nick, the bad boy. And John, the friend-zoned best friend. It's kind of a bully situation. A little bit. A little, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely. Definitely. With the whole marker thing in the face, early, like, early on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's really presented as a jerk. Um, and then we also have Lisa. Hmm, my favorite. Me too. I liked Lisa a lot. She was great. Marley Sue. She has that really great Christmas song. Okay. Are we going to talk about that song now? Well, well, no, we can we can we can save it. That's okay. I mean, this that song deserves its own segment. 
You're right. It does. Um, Kat, why is why is Lisa your favorite? Oh my gosh. Um, I think her name is Marley Sue, and she is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was hysterical. I thought she stole every <laughs> scene she was in. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. she's. Uh, I think she was in an Olivier Award winning play at the time of quarantine when that all hit. So she's like a West End actress now. Um, nice. And she's I it, phenomenal. I thought she was great. Yeah, totally agree. And uh, we also have Steph, right? That's her name, Steph, I believe. Yep, yep. She's the American. One, she's the one who behind the scenes did the uh, the choreography for the the movie too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. Um. But okay, so that's kind of like the the crew, and and Steph's deal is that she's an American. Her parents moved to Scotland, and then they took off on vacation to Mexico, and she's here alone. So she's just she's, her whole thing is she's feeling very alone. Yeah. Well, there's um, one character you're forgetting, Jay. Who am I forgetting? The headmaster. Oh, yes. Savage. <laughs> Savage. Well, the stage is all yours. Why don't you give us all a show? Paul K. I love Paul K. What do you know him from? Is he in Doctor Who? Well, he, well, he was in Doctor Who, but he was also in uh, Game of Thrones. As the uh, the Red Priest guy. He's also in Jonathan Strange and Mr. Wait, Noel. wait, 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 wait. He was the Red Priest guy? The yeah. main Red oh Priest? My yeah. God. Yeah. <gasps> he was the, the drunken priest guy. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've got goosebumps. Yeah. I love that guy. Same dude. He's awesome. He's great at everything I've seen him in. He's so good. Oh, this man. may be my favorite role of his, though. He was so great as the headmaster. Just the smarmy, just. <laughs> oh, so great. Loved him. What's wrong, Kat? Are you okay? I just don't understand. This character starts at like like a like a twelve and ends the movie at like a seven thousand. And oh, literally I, I wrote down a couple oh, of notes and toward him. the end it just says, What is wrong with the principal? Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> because just the hard left oh, turn, man. I mean phenomenal. I he's hysterical and great, but Good lord, what is he on? Shut up, all you idiots. You little shits should listen to me. Did I fail to mention your attention's now obligatory? Yeah, I've never seen such a little amount of power go to someone's head so much. So amazing. I thought I missed something. Oh, man. (laughs) He, He steals every other scene. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. So we've talked about the characters and we've talked about the song. Now let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Lisa's song. <laughs> There's a lack of presence in my stocking And my chimney needs a good unblocking Come on, Santa Beautifully filled with nonstop innuendo. So good. <laughs> so, so good. good. <laughs> oh, man. I was watching this part of this movie because I just didn't have a lot of time. And I was watching uh, this movie at my, over my lunch at work. <laughs> and that song came on and oh, no. about when she starts saying when she, her chimney needs unblocking like i i really almost started laughing out loud in my <laughs> quiet hey, office come on oh over and load your sack i've warmed your milk and made your favorite snack so come on over and unload your sack That's the one that got me. I made it all the way through. And then that one was like, God, 
And I love the audience reaction. Like there are a few parents that are like super into it, but everyone, so many others are like disgusted. It's oh a weird God. mix of the audience. It's the one teacher, so well. the one horny old teacher who's retiring. Who's like, good job. Yes. Very good. I like this. Good and while she's singing this innuendo, She's singing this. There's all the 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 sexy Santa men behind her, <laughs> just like the so like shirtless and with suspenders and like t- hot pants. So well choreographed, so well put together, <laughs> oh like Chippendales level. Oh, amazing, so funny. Oh my god. If I may, Jay, let me just say uh, uh, something that that might shock a few people. I don't know if uh, any of Cat Steele's fans, you know, ha- happen to be listening to this episode of the show. But I have a little bit, I think, of a reputation uh, maybe on Kat's YouTube channel because there's this thing that I still don't fully understand about Paul hating musicals. Okay. Uh, You Explain it if you want to, but um, it's kind of a known thing that I am very much not a fan of musicals in general. Correct. But I have to say, I thought the songs in this movie were fucking fantastic they were so so catchy so good so well written like i watched it tonight i mean not that long ago and after you know after the credits were rolling like the songs are still rolling around in your head they they stick around for a while yeah yes well hey jay if i may can i ask what everyone's favorite song was Mm. yeah yeah I would say top of my class or soldier at war. Mate, pass me that back. The streets are chaos and the outlook is dire. Time for a hero to step into the fire. Oh my god, that was super fun. And then also uh, turning my life around, which is the shot of the dead number, which I didn't even notice was a shot of the dead ripoff. I just thought it was like a like Disney princess musical. I'm oblivious. Um, but like so funny. So I'd say those two are probably my top two. Mine, I think, was uh, well. It has to be the that time of year. the The song we just talked about. Oh, this yeah. song is yeah. is my my favorite because nice. it's so funny, and you're really not expecting it when it starts. It mm-hmm. just it's awesome. And then uh, it, I thought that was a catchy one. And then yeah, probably the the soldier at war song is is really yeah. good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, oh. it it might be the obvious choice, but I I thought the catchiest tune was no such thing as a Hollywood ending. Because you get it at the beginning and then you do the reprise or whatever kind of at the end of the movie. Um, yeah, I, was, I don't know. Like, there's something about the execution of it in, in this movie where it's not like overly, you know what I mean, Kat? You know the shit that I hate where it's like yeah. in theater everything is <laughs> over the top and everyone's like grinning ear to ear. It was like more subtle in a way, I guess. For sure. They mm-hmm. took a much more natural approach. It's it's a different genre, really. Right. Because um, that's the thing. It all breaks down into like mega musicals, classic musicals, and every, you know, genre has a different style. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you're not a fan of the jazz hands, which absolutely right. makes sense. Um, which you should check out Tick Tick Boom. That was actually <laughs> phenomenal. It's it's Andrew Garfield's gonna get nominated for best actor for it. It's oh, really, really good. Yeah. Andrew oh, Garfield. Is that a music? Oh, I yeah. guess it is. Isn't yeah, it? no, yeah. and the the shots are great. It's Lynn Manuel Miranda's directorial Ooh, debut nice. and it's actually phenomenal. Like it's so well shot. Also, Paul, Andrew Garfield was also in Doctor Who. Spider Man? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark in Doctor Who. Yeah. Wow. That was a joke for the theater fans. You're welcome. Wow. Uh, let me also say that I think a big part of what sold everything for me was the actor who played Anna. I thought that she yeah. was great. She like, I just job. love her, I don't know, her just sort of presence, her aura. Again, kind of understated in a way. Ella Hunt. She is the Ella coolest. Hunt. Are you guys watching Dickinson on Apple TV? No. Okay, she plays Sue, which is like Emily Dickinson's romantic interest, and she's phenomenal. She sings a little bit on the show too, um, but I'm a huge, huge fan of her from mm. that, and I didn't even realize that she played Anna until I was watching the movie, and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Sue. Okay. Um, so yeah, she's just killing it all the time. Also, Dickinson is great. It's like an irreverent, weird take on Emily Dickinson's life. It's super fun. Hmm. Yeah, this is my this is my first uh, introduction to Ella Hunt, but uh, mm -hmm. kudos. Same. I thought she was great. Big fan, big Okay, fan. we also need to get Chris's favorite songs. Ooh. Well, I, I mean, the Christmas song is fantastic. I love that. I mean, it's hard to pick, but that's great. You know, the Soldier at War. Oh, the Soldier at War is probably actually my real favorite, but oh, I have a special place in my heart for... My favorite dish is fish, mother flipper. <laughs> My favorite dish is fish, mother flipper. And I eat it for the hell of it. A nice bit of halibut. That's not the only fish they got. Mackerel. Mackerel. I could take more than a snack bowl. Salmon with some jam and I could drink it by the tap bowl. <laughs> okay, we actually have to say what that is because I <laughs> used it in the intro and now we're saying it again. So what oh, is man. that? What's the, what's the oh, bit? So, okay, so <clears throat> part of the plot of the part of the movies set around this like christmas pageant talent show something at the school and there are these two kids dressed as penguins that are kind of yelled at they're kind of i don't know they're they're like they don't even have any real speaking lines they just they're just seen a couple in a couple scenes are yelled at by the headmaster and they dance during this rap number i guess and it's like way i mean it's not super long but there's more to it than what I just sang. And oh my God, it's just it's just a silly little like aside. It's not even like a focus of the movie. It's just these two kids dressed in like fat penguin costumes. There's no point to it. It's just part of the background. They're just on screen for a total of maybe two minutes. And they stole the show. They really yeah, I mean, well, and the headmaster, when he's watching them in disgust, he says something to the effect of like <laughs> They practiced for four weeks. Four weeks of lunchtime rehearsals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awful. Oh my God, it's awful. Their little dance is awful. But what really sells it for me is, you know, they do the whole number and everything. And, and Chris is right. It doesn't have anything to do yeah. with anything. And then, you know, later on after the shit hits the fan, you see that they're just zombies munching on yeah, somebody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad to see that they're doing well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definite. Have you guys, you guys have seen Mean Girls, right? 
Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah kind of reminded me of like the the classic random rap bit in their Christmas pageant that became like super <laughs> iconic. Uh, but I just like it because penguins, you know. All right. Are just... you talking about Mean Girls, the movie or the musical? Both. They both. Okay. Have it. Okay. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Killed me. I loved it so much. And and also everyone loves it because everyone's mother flipping favorite dish is fish. <laughs> not mine. I yeah. do not eat fish. Mm. It's I had salmon tonight. It's still your favorite. No. Mother <laughs> flipper. So throughout the f- whole first act, there are little bitty hints that something's going wrong. You know, little thing here on the radio yeah. that gets turned yeah. off. You know, just those little, you know, oh, there's a lot of kids calling in sick. You know? Well, you know, so, I bet it's all because Nathan Amarad, local Santa, actually did not stay home with the flu. He did not. No, I don't think he did. Things when when things kick in, I and I also appreciate the pacing because again, that first third is sort of your character setup, and it's more about the just the relationships. And then when it kicks off, it kicks off pretty hard. Yeah, because that first one, that first scene with the zombie uh, snowman, <laughs> <laughs> I felt was really effective. Yeah. And I think it's the first time we've ever seen a seesaw used as a weapon against zombies, right? Fantastic. Never seen it before. Yeah. Like an iconic scene from the film right at the beginning yeah. of the zombie attack, which I think was great. <laughs> I would maybe quarrel with you just a little bit on that, Jay. Uh, I thought that the pace was fine, but it's not like a it's not a breakneck speed or anything. I mean, it's no, I, no, no. I, I was watching uh, and I was actually a little bit surprised that it was like slower, a little bit slower yeah. pace than what I was expecting. Really? OK, well, I think what I mean is it's sort of like the zombie stuff starts coming in at that like right. act two mark, you know, yeah. like it's the, the, the hints are peppered. Throughout I, 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 you one, know, it's. Mm-hmm. It's the characters in Act 1, zombie stuff in Act 2 and 3. Exactly. And I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that they took the time to set everybody everybody up before launching into the zombie stuff. That's important if you're going to, you know, care about what everybody's going through. Absolutely. Well, that's the other thing. I I watched the director's cut of the movie. I don't know what cut you guys watched. I think there was at least one extra song in there in the version I watched. But it did not seem slow at all, even with like... 15 minutes extra footage hmm. like it was paced fine yeah you're, you're right paul it wasn't like a breakneck kind of speed but i did not think it was slow at all mm-hmm. i think and i think that's because they made you care about what was yeah. happening to the people yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean I, th- I think it was just super well done from from that that aspect of the of the film but yeah when it when it gets going with the snowman dude <laughs> snowman scenes awesome mm-hmm. yeah like it's got this bloody hole in the face because <laughs> it's already chewed the face of the snowman costume out so <laughs> i didn't this, even think about that <laughs> yeah it's the snowman and then the, with the bloody hole in it and then the zombie is in the mask thing and they have enough time to go what is that like what is happening yeah they really take a moment to be like anna that guy's a zombie there's no such thing. Oh, right, because that's perfectly normal. Then, I mean, it's pretty much like they end up in their bowling alley where... Thunderballs! Uh, we, we didn't mention the character of Chris. Chris is another uh, friend. I who am. Is recording. Lisa's, Lisa's boyfriend also works at the bowling alley, I believe, right? Thunderballs! What was the name of the place? 
Thunderballs. Thank you. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, I don't think Chris worked at the bowling alley. It was uh, Anna and John worked at the bowling alley. Okay. Oh. Yeah. They just ended up Chris, hiding out. That's Chris their got, main hideout. For, yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And Chris got into the bowling alley because no one locked the back door. Chris oh, nice. is uh, yeah. a, like a filmmaker. He's very into making videos yeah. and stuff. Yes. And yes. that was important in the like that's the thing everybody's thing is important in the movie yeah like mm-hmm. everybody yeah. has just that little character tweak that they actually use yeah which i really appreciated about yes that. good stuff it just the, the again characters in this movie were awesome yeah um so you've got them in the bo- the, the the teens in the bowling alley you've got everybody else from the christmas show stuck inside the school and that's sort of the two scenes that were going yeah. back and forth between. I was a little um, confused about that, uh, about why everybody st- uh, stayed in the school. I thought that, uh, I don't know, maybe I was just a little confused, but I th- I thought it was like that they were there at night and then, I don't know. Was it weird well, for anybody else well, or was it I just think, me? I, th- I think it's just you. I mean, I th- because I think the... Um, so Anna and John were working at night mm-hmm. while there was the Christmas pageant going on. And I think the zombie attack happened at night. So everyone who was there for the Christmas show was stuck at the school. But oh. Anna, Anna was free to go home. So she woke up in the morning like normal, not thinking anything was wrong. Oh, And things okay. went on from there. That, that makes sense. But also, Paul, in case you are stuck in the school, uh, water is half, half off tonight. So feel free okay. to uh, purchase water for fifty uh, percent off. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. What a steal! I just like <laughs> I just liked how everyone uh, behaved in the apocalypse in the bowling alley because I think that's exactly how uh, a Gen Z friend group would be in the zombie yeah. apocalypse. Yeah. I I absolutely lost it when they were just on their phones scrolling through Twitter, going Justin Bieber's a zombie. <laughs> Shit. What? Justin Bieber's a zombie. <laughs> I think that's actually uh, important to point out because I think that th- this is something that a lot of uh, zombie movies struggle with is yeah. whether or not to use the Z word. You uh-huh. know, because I mean, yes. it's a thing in Shaun of the Dead. Don't say it. But in this, and you know, it's, it's to the point where when this came out in 2018, obviously it zombie movies are well-worn territory so they're just like mm-hmm. so zombies are a thing you know like <laughs> they do not skate around it at all they just get it out there yeah. so that you don't have to do the whole thing where you're like whoa what are these things what's happening yeah. you know well, where did they come from yeah. there's a bit of a fight over what to call them true well, don't say true. don't say that don't say that <laughs> yeah because anna thought that it was ridiculous she didn't she was uh what was the egypt joke in denial Mm-hmm. I appreciated when they decided to escape and they use the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their plan was to walk under the the ba- like empty a, it's ball like pit. It's like a kiddie pool, right? Yeah. It's a kiddie yeah. pool. You know the the kiddie pool full of balls at the bowling alley, <laughs> and then zombies would come and they just duck. That is that we do get a great scene where a zombie sits on them and makes the plastic warm. Yeah, an old woman sitting on your face. Oh. Is she pissing? Oh, fine. It's plastic. It's warm plastic. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I uh, That was another line where I about lost it. The way Steph said, Is she pissing? 
the way she said it like just got me and i so was another good. point where i was about ready to laugh in my quiet office because as soon as they come up with the idea for the kiddie pool you're like this is not gonna work like this is gonna work for about 15 seconds and i think they're only saved because someone i'm gonna butcher this someone comes out and sings when it comes to killing zombies on the top of my class yeah yes nice when it comes to killing zombies on the top of my And who is it, Chris? It's Nick, the asshole yes. kind of boy. Well, not really boyfriend, but oh, yeah, he and Anna have a history. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. And he was an asshole. Yeah, that came out late in the movie. Right? Yeah, unless yeah, I missed yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Late in the but movie. They actually were an item at one point. Yep. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Can I can I say something? Because uh, we're just kind of skipping around here, Jay. Right. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that really surprised me. I, actually, the thing about this movie that surprised me the most, they have this whole setup and it's, again, kind of like maybe what you would expect to happen. You have this kind of jerky guy who is the romantic interest and then you have the best friend who's a guy who is who, you know, wants to be more with Anna. She's probably not quite interested, but they're going along and you're thinking, She's going to see that John is a good guy and they're going to end up together at the end of the movie. Nope. Nope. Well, that's one thing. That's one thing I like about this movie is like amongst the main cast, this has a Romero level of like uh, fatality. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was such a bummer of a movie. Oh, Oh, my God. It's so dark. It's so dark. (laughs) It is. And I... Okay, the Nick character. This is something that I love in films. And like, okay, I can think of oh the 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 point is you've got this asshole, but like by the end of the movie, you're rooting for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a few movies (laughs) like like, the whole that's the whole premise of Cobra Kai, right? Like that's the whole thing of behind that that show. Uh But like um weird examples, let me think. Um and and uh Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Same sure. thing. Yeah. Um, that's a great example where in the beginning, you know, mall cop, you hate him and you're like, this guy's got to go. Right. And by the end of it, you love him. He's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, not to say those characters aren't problematic, but they, I love that thing. I, I guess I slightly disagree with that too, because I, towards the end of the movie, I'm like, okay, it's looking like he's going to survive this. Uh, I'm not quite on board with him. I don't really know. I mean, what would you say that he did normally in a situation like this? You want to do something to sort of like redeem yourself. I know that he was top of his class at killing zombies. But other than that, like, what did he really do to, you know, kind of like do away with his bad boy ways or whatever you want to call it well he didn't do away with his bad he's always no been bad <laughs> well, he's always been a bad boy <laughs> he he saved anna once he helped her well several times i mean without him arguably the crew dies her yeah. um there's a scene where he purposely says i will take care of all of this go find your dad yeah. okay and then he 
you, you get to know his character a little bit more and the sadness that he went through when he, he was forced to kill his own father and belittled while doing so. Yeah. And very then, dark. Very dark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very dark. And then he has a somewhat tender moment when, okay, well, since we're skipping around when Anna, when her dad gets bit yeah. and says, I can't go. And so she's like, okay, do I do this or do I kill you? And Nick is the one who's like, you don't want to do that. Like, right. You don't want to yeah. carry that with you. Yeah. So I found that there was enough humanizing of him to make me root for him. And he didn't do anything super egregious, right? Like, Yeah. I mean, he just drew some dicks on a poster at some point and, uh, you know, had a one night stand with Anna at some point. Yeah. And yeah. left his friends to die and didn't really like. Yeah. He didn't care he was at like, all. Meh. He looked he looked sad about it. Yeah, no, I think yeah. the definite some some toxic masculinity of not being able to like actually yeah. show sadness over a friend. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I get what you mean though. But the point of all this, because we haven't quite mentioned it yet, about halfway through the movie, uh John is like talking about he's naming all the reindeer or something. And he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. he well he named his he named out. Olive. All of the other reindeer. There's Olive. You know. It's in the song. Olive the other reindeer. <laughs> you still have to call him names. <laughs> yeah, he named reindeer and he sticks his hands out. Oh, God. And a zombie just comes right up from behind and bites him. So as, like, good no! as, the, as good as this movie is, it does have the one single most preventable zombie bite in all of film history right there. <laughs> Devastating. And Devastating. you're like, okay, well... You know, he got bit on the hand, so they have some time to like. He, he's going to be around for another half hour before they have to put him out of his misery. No. no, he like takes Anna and like pushes her through this crowd of zombies and and saves her, and mm-hmm. then sacrifices himself in the worst possible way you can ever die in a zombie movie, just letting them eat you piece by piece, basically. <laughs> yeah, fight back, my dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big sad for him. Big sad. Yeah, very unexpected. He couldn't even have done a Captain Rhodes and yelled, Choke on it! <laughs> a little Day of the Dead for no, you. there's folks. just good friendship. John was a, just a good guy all the he way was. to the end. Lisa and Chris, their bite and, and death, too, was so sad. Like, oh, I yeah. hated yeah. that. Oh, my yeah. God. Two young high schoolers, their whole lives ahead oh. of them, and her being like, wow, this was beautiful. We had a nice life together. Like, oh! No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you did not. You were 16. And even even later. Yeah. When they're zombies, it shows their hands touching yeah. a little bit. You're oh. like, oh. It was it was so sad. I teared so. up. I got too emotional. They they turned into zombies together? Yeah, yeah. no, they both yeah. got bit at the end and um and Steph like waves them off and she's like I'm so sorry, and at least they like got to die together, and it's so sad. No, I saw. Okay, so I saw all of that. Oh, and I liked that. Well, do they turn into proper zombies? Yeah, yes, Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because later in the the ending montage, you see them kind of shambling opposite directions, and their hands briefly touch for a second. Oh, it's. So sad. It's sad. It's wow. that's a hard one because they did it trying to save Steph, who was trying to save the whole group by getting her car. Yeah. yeah. No. And his grandma. 
why kill off the grandma? They kill off grandma too. <laughs> Just because why uh, not? Well, th- that was an interesting thing that they added though, because uh, there was a line that the headmaster, I think, says at some point that if you die before you're bitten, you don't come back. And the grandmother dies of natural causes, some heart problem, I think, and she doesn't come back. And the headmaster also says a great line when he says, I've been calling you all zombies for years. (laughs) He also has another great line where he goes, hand sanitizer is your friend. Kissing on the mouth is not your friend. Please try to remember that a hand sanitizer is your friend. Kissing on the mouth is not. (laughs) Oh, and and his other line, withdraw your tongues. Withdraw your tongues. That was going to be my quick take. It's so great. So great. <laughs> that um, was your quick take. Withdraw your tongues. That's your t- quick take. Yes, yes. Oh, good, I good. think it's actually important to point out because for so long, the standard was if you get bit, you turn into a zombie. If you don't get bit, you're okay. Walking Dead kind of changed all that, right. really. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You know, the big reveal on Walking Dead, spoiler alert, is no matter how you die, you turn. And so I think now in movies, you have to put in this thing where like, no, this is how it works because there's almost this assumption because of Walking Dead that you're going to be a zombie one way or another. I think the first movie, to my knowledge, that does that is Land of the Dead. where uh, Mm. Yeah, I think there's like a director's cut where where somebody like hangs themselves to escape the whole zombie You might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Paul, right. since you brought up Walking Dead, can I just say that I think we all would have liked Negan just a little bit more if he sang a song like Soldier at War, like Nick does. <laughs> I was going to say, add a whole tap number for him, make him a hero. I think that's how you redeem him. When it comes to killing zombies, I'm the top of my class. <laughs> I would have liked Anna and the Apocalypse a lot better if they had added a song called Make Sure You Got Your Shitting Pants On. <laughs> little Negan joke. I think I would like any musical that added that song. I think I'm down for it. Throw it in Oklahoma. Throw it in La La Land. Anywhere. Yeah. Everything. When anywhere. it yeah. comes to killing zombies, got my shitting pants on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so the reason they're at school is because they're going there to get Anna's dad yep. and then <laughs> try to get uh, Steph's car so that they can make an escape. Because the army, they were all, the reason that they had stayed at the school was because they were going to wait for the army to, to evacuate them. I love their reaction because they're in the Thunderballs uh, bowling alley and they're like, oh, we just need to wait for the army to save us. And they <laughs> look out the window, it's like, there's the army and they're all zombies. Uh, There's never been a a zombie movie or TV show where the army situation works out. Yeah, never. It can't because then it's done. That's a super spreader event. That's why I got out of army because zombie apocalypse. I'm fucked. That's so true. It's true. Preventative measure. (laughs) Yes. yes. I feel it's important to say that when they were all looking at their phones, they started looking at the hashtag evac selfies. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was amazing. That was great. The genuine panic of Taylor Swift is fine. Taylor Swift will make it through. Why did you even say that? Taylor Swift. Jesus, Chris. Why would you even say that? Tay-Tay's fine. 
Yeah. All right. I was just... She's fine. That's genuinely my number one concern. It's like, wh- when is TS10 coming out? What's happening with the re-recordings? If she's a zombie, will Jack Antonoff release well, everything? Yeah, she's fine. Well, all, all I know is that Robert Downey Jr. is okay. Yes. Because yeah, Iron Man time. lives because this <laughs> yes. movie was made in yes. 2017. <laughs> when the group gets back to the school, we find the depths of which uh, Principal Savage mm-hmm. has sunk and, and the height of his evil. Jay, oh Jay, this is, a, this is a Scottish production. It's Headmaster, Headmaster. Savage. I apologize. Headmaster, Headmaster Savage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kat, would you describe... What the situation is when they get there and confront the headmaster. Good God. Uh, a pandemonium. <laughs> I would say uh, bath salts, maybe. I don't know. Like, there's a lot to yeah. unpack here. Yeah. Truly, <laughs> imagine imagine whatever you think you're thinking of and dial it up to like a 20. Because this yep. guy is a nightmare. Oh, this guy is a Florida man. That's what it is. Do you guys yeah. know about like yeah. the Florida man laws? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that they just like report a bunch of crazy doings in Florida because it, that, that's the way that the Florida yeah judicial system was written. He's a Florida man. He's an English Florida man with <laughs> a fantastic song. With a fantastic yeah. song at this point. Nothing's gonna stop me now. Nothing's gonna stop me now. I knew that I would make it somehow. And nothing's stopping me. I've been calling you all zombies for years. Oh my gosh, he's climbing up the walls. He's like jumping on the grates. He's like not even oh, singing he's, he's just like losing it and it's phenomenal it's it's the best thing i've seen in god maybe all year oh yeah doesn't he like the, the you know they get to the school and they're talking with him a little bit there's a confrontation doesn't he like blow a whistle to alert all the yeah. zombies to yeah. of their yes! presence for he's no an asshole reason? he allowed them to he allowed, allowed everyone in the school to become zombies first of all to keep them <laughs> yeah. there because it's yeah. his school. Yeah. Rude. And when they walk in, he's chilling and eating his Christmas dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and it's super creepy. He's just thriving. And we find out later he's tied up and his dad on the stage. Mm-hmm. Of the, uh, where they were do- yeah, where they were doing the whole Christmas musical, which will come into play in about five or ten minutes or so. Yeah. Yes. And the dad is, I don't know if we mentioned this, he's the janitor. So that's yeah, why yeah. he's yeah. at the school so much. But yeah, you get you get the confrontation. There's the the zombies from the school are all in the auditorium and they can't get up on the stage somehow. And, and Headmaster Savage is up there and got dad tied well, up this with is, the tinsel. This is, another, this is another great song. So you've got the one song with the headmaster in like the cafeteria climbing the walls and going crazy. And then you've got another song on the stage in the gymnasium while Anne is fighting zombies. Such a good final boss. Yeah, the headmaster is still like singing some shit. It's been, it's so great. Oh, I yes. loved it. It's it's the the way the headmaster finally gets it. <laughs> I thought was so smart. You yeah. somebody oh, somebody yeah. tell me. T- let's talk about this. Somebody somebody talk Cat. about this. The, Okay. Yeah, talk about the star. So we've got the the superstar truly of the film has got to be that star decoration that knocks the headmaster into the horde of zombies. Earlier in the movie, it was a decoration that um, had slipped and fallen and he yelled at the kids over it. Anna triggers the decoration to fall again and knock him into the crowd. Um, and he like body surfs his way into death. 
Yes, I've never seen a guy get killed by zombies via crowd surfing. Yeah, yeah. But that is the one, I'm going to have to take some points away for this because that is the second moment in this film where we could have used a Captain Rhodes choke on it. (laughs) Perfect perfect uh... opportunity for it. Yeah. You know, there's so. a difference between an homage and a Day of the Dead ripoff, Chris. I mean, they could have they could have used that with every zombie death. Choke on it. <laughs> but I think every movie could benefit from a choke on it. Star Wars? Yeah. Star Trek? Perfect. Even Lala TV Land. shows like Lost. La La Land? Choke on it. Ryan Gosling. Chris, oh yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Everyone, let's just be quiet for one second. Chris, can you just give me a real clean choke on it? Choke on it! Hold on, Chris. We didn't quite get that. Your feed cut out. I just can't, just just for safety. Can you do it three times just to make sure we have it? Choke on it! Choke on it! Choke on it! Hmm. What are we gonna do with that? Speaking of Ryan Gosling, <laughs> we're gonna do twenty-four hours of choke on it. <laughs> That's gonna be the ten-hour loop that I do next. <laughs> but. But I want to say, speaking of Ryan Gosling, what does anyone does anyone know of the connection with this movie with Ryan Gosling? What, no. Ryan, what do you mean? Ryan, speaking Ryan, of Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Ryan Gosling won't eat his cereal. What? No, Ryan Gosling won't eat eat his cereal. So okay, so have you heard oh, of that? The, that, the, that, meme? that the video? Yeah, the meme. Oh, the meme. Okay, yeah, yeah. The guy who did that was who died of cancer, like not long after those was the original person who like he did zombie musical and he was the guy behind this movie originally. But and he is died. he who they dedicated it to in yeah, the end that's credits? Who they de- yeah, that's who they dedicated it to. Wow. Oh, nice. That's great. Wow, what a connection. So we gotta have a little La La Land connection there. Oh, that's the connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. There got it. There we go. There we go. Like, we went the long way around with that one. Yeah, I'm like, nice. I don't remember him in Day of the Dead. Not everything I say I say makes sense. But about two-thirds of it still doesn't make sense. But that last third totally makes sense. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. This is about the point in the film after the headmaster has died where I, I'm i like, I just get this feeling. I'm like, I don't know how everything's going to be okay. It's mm-hmm. not. Like, it's not. Spoiler alert. Like, you expect it because this is a musical and this is a happy story, but it's not. I mean, Jay... They they set it up for you at the beginning of the movie with I mean isn't like the second song no such thing as a Hollywood ending. Yep. Mm-hmm. Should have seen it coming. Although, it's not like there's no hope. I mean, it's uh, I would say nicely set up for a sequel should they ever want to explore that territory. I'd say we get a Romero ending. Yes, exactly. Very Land of the Dead ending. I think I was just surprised at how dark they let the ending be. Yeah, it felt very bleak to me. There was no, like, I mean, nobody checking Twitter, no one checking the, like, evac selfies (laughs) hashtag, and there's, like, another group of survivors or something. Like, they're just alone in a car. Yeah, no one else Mm -hmm. is driving on the roads. Like, you get the sense that maybe you're the only three left. (laughs) I I like that Kat says it's bleak because no one is on social media at the end. (laughs) Exactly. That's how you know it's really the end. When TikTok goes down, that's the society goes down. (laughs) Well, and they do say, like the last line of the movie, they say, where to? And they just all sort of look at each other and there's no answer. Yeah. But you can interpret that in a couple different ways. I mean, 
yeah, it's 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 dark in a way, but also like well, you can kind of go wherever you want to now, which is what Anna wanted to do the whole time. But Paul, I was going to say it's more of more than just a land of the dead ending. Like Day of the Dead ends like this, Dawn of the Dead ends like this. Like like they're surviving True. and they're in some sort of vehicle leaving. I mean, in the Hell, our movie ends like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, late wow. after the late <laughs> yeah. it's like it's this. a it's a very traditional zombie movie ending. It's true, and it's I true. really respect it a lot more for that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I liked it. I just did not expect it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I expected something to. I expected somebody to put a bow on it. Well, yeah. I think that's there partially because okay, you have a movie that is a musical with a lot of teenagers in it. So you're kind of just maybe trained to expect it to be a little bit more of like a PG Disney sort of thing. And it's really not at all. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a musical comedy or even like a like a more raunchy musical comedy. And it, it ended up being like a, a bleak musical drama about zombies. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a funny. lot of comedy yeah, in it. But. For sure. For sure. Um I'm also shocked that they didn't end up using the music as a device. Like, I thought for sure they were going to be like, the way that we get the zombies to stop is through oh. music. Well, oh. Oh, there was oh. one point, there was one yeah. point where it was kind of a, de- I mean, not really a device, but one thing I thought was hilarious was during the uh, the Soldier at War song, uh-huh. when Nick and his friends stop singing, they do that pose at the end. Uh-huh. And then and then Anna and her friends just walk by them and they yeah. just like kind of look confused. Yeah, that was so good. Not in the in the song, man. It was was such a great like Like, uh, moment uh, at the end of the song. They're just posing. So funny. Hang on, wait, where are you going? (laughs) It was so good. It was so funny. Yeah, that was that that song was the best. I think like that should just be a standalone. It was so good. Cat, are you familiar at all? Uh, I was watching the end credits and I didn't really recognize anybody to be honest in the in the end credits but do you have any idea if the people who wrote the the music and the lyrics have done other things no uh, a, a lot of the uh the talent involved in this movie are are unknown or also overseas i know a lot of uh, people over here in la and new york um but i was just so impressed with everyone like it was it was yeah. overall just such a fun movie the music was great it was interesting it i, I didn't call it at all like mm. it, where it was going mm-hmm. um that last jump scare scared the shit out of me oh my god <laughs> not a single jump scare like the whole movie and then that one i literally screamed i, I bet that was nathan Amarad who should have been, been staying at home with the flu <laughs> that was the santa right that was the santa yeah, yeah. Yeah. The local Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like we are ready for rating time. Mm-hmm. Rating time. Okay, we have talked a lot about all the different pieces of this, and I have a sense that we're all going to rate this pretty good, I think, but let's find out. Guys, we are going to rate this movie 1 to 100 hashtag EVAC selfies. Sure. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag EVAC selfies. All right. <laughs> I want to start with Crazy Chris Hudson. I mean, I got to respect it for being as dark as it ended up being because they really kept to the traditional zombie movie ending despite setting itself up as this like Disney movie. Like it's Mm -hmm. it starts off kind of like a Disney musical and ends up like a George Romero zombie movie. And it's (laughs) oh man, it's so great. (sighs) 
And I'm going to add five points for making me add the soundtrack to Spotify. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh man, I really, I mean, okay, I mean, it's poppy, but it's very catchy. Oh my god! Just don't and, forget to subtract points though for choke on it. That's right. There was no choke on it, so I'm <laughs> going to remove. I'll add five points for the Spotify ad, but minus two for no choke on it. <laughs> um, so what what was the uh, rating scale? Evac selfies? Hashtag evac selfies. All right. I'm going to give it 82 hashtag evac selfies. Very nice. I really, Very I really nice. did enjoy this movie. Yeah. It was, it okay. Was we're going to get the known, the known folks out of the way first. So Paul, what do you give it? You know, it was a big question mark for me going into this movie because, I mean, like Kat mentioned, we've been wanting to watch this movie for years at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, zombies, cool, great. Musical, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was great. Uh, I think it's very impressive how they somehow, kind of like Chris mentioned, f- found this balance between funny but like dark stuff and then like the really catchy songs as well. I said just that formula somehow worked. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was yeah. really, really fun. Uh, I kind of mentioned the pacing I thought was maybe just a tad bit slow, uh, but that's really about the only thing that I can complain about. I'm going to go 78 hashtag evac selfies. Solid, nice. okay. solid. Nice. Cool. Um, Kat, if you don't mind, I'm going to go because I want you to go last and have as much time as you want to go off on this. Oh, goodness. So I'm going to keep mine short. <laughs> um, I I love this movie. I can't imagine anybody who would watch this and not like it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know who wouldn't like this. It's just fun and it's got solid characters and knowing a little bit about what happened behind the scenes, I respect the work that everybody put into this and wearing multiple hats and getting something this cool done for what seems to be not a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, I said, I, I, I think the music was great, much better than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's it's so well done. And you know, I, I I like my good jerk jerk character that ends up, you know, heroic in the end. They got that Um, good mix of humor and horror. Um, uh, so, you know, and, and I feel like this movie for, for, again, for filmmakers might be a little bit inspiring to see what they pulled off mm-hmm. and how they did it. So I think this movie's great. I'm going to go hi- real high. I'm going to give it 95 hashtag. Wow. Love it. Whoa. Love it. Wow. Absolutely wow. loved it. Yeah. You mentioned uh, you don't know anyone who wouldn't like this movie. I think Headmaster Savage probably wouldn't like this movie. <laughs> That's very true. Yes. Too many zombies. Probably kind of not. Allergic to fun. Pornographic, salacious <laughs> filth. So, Kat, take it away. It's all you. I thought this movie was so much fun. I enjoyed it immensely. Thank you guys for having me on and, and having me watch this because this was a great time. Of course. Um, I, I think I agree music-wise. It's really, really difficult to compose for movie musicals because you you need to find a good mix of like you guys were mentioning it has kind of a pop influence which is going to play better on screen if you have you know really really big shows like Les Mis it's difficult to transfer that on screen because it just comes off so ridiculous and so big um 
And I think that they managed to make a zombie comedy musical not seem super outlandish and more of an indie movie vibe, which is a a crazy wild feat. And I think they executed that very, very well. Um, I think the kills were fun, like really, really unique, (laughs) weird ways. I love the 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 seesaw kill at the beginning. Um, I got to say, I think overall I would give this an 80, but. I got to bump it up to an 89 in honor of my girl T-Swift for getting a mention in the movie. (laughs) So that's going to be 89 hashtag Evax selfies for my girl Taylor Allison Swift. Oh, yeah. Stream Christmas Tree Farm. Very nice. It's good. Uh, I am first. uh, I am a Broadway fan, but I am first and foremost a Swifty. (laughs) So but this is interesting to me because obviously you are the musical expert here. You watch a ton of musicals you listen to a ton of musicals you thought that uh, i'm 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 watching this i'm like wow these songs are all really good you and you think as well that the that the songs that they put together were really solid i agree i agree i think they were really fun and more more so it worked for the movie and it worked for the movie musical i think that's something that a lot of directors are kind of figuring out is how to make movie musicals more interesting to the masses, to the people who aren't Broadway freaks. Mm-hmm. Um, myself included, I am like the Broadway freak that I am talking about. Um, so I think they did a really, really good job of making a musical commercially appealing to people who might not otherwise want to watch a musical. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. phenomenal. So I, I think they absolutely it did a, an amazing movie for their audience. So yeah. when is the uh, when is your review of this movie coming out on your YouTube channel? I can't wait for it. Yeah, I've been screen recording this whole thing. This is this is on YouTube right oh, now. Is uh-oh. that not what we're this doing? This is happening. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Oh, fine. Good. Uh, oh, again to reiterate, it's just a photo of us and then a ten-hour loop of Chill got it. Right. So that's that is that's what my review, review is. That's, that's the whole review. I, that's all I can ask for. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, and thank Good. you for that, Kat, because now I can't edit out any of what Chris did. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now you have to keep all of it. Choke on it. No, it's all in. Oh. Hey, Kat, regardless of whether or not you decide to do a uh, review for your own YouTube channel, do you, would you like to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, plug some of your stuff while we're... While we're here? Yeah, sure. If you guys like musicals that don't always necessarily have zombies, you can check me out over on YouTube. Just look up Catherine Steele and my stuff will pop up. Yeah, you got two channels, right? You got one for like more musical theater stuff and then you have one that is more like a Like vlog. Bothering Paul. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, Bothering it's all... Me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to see yeah. Cats. Wait, that was on your main channel, wasn't it? That, that one was on my main channel, um, but Watching the Room... Uh, definitely on the vlog channel. Uh, what else? <laughs> what other adventures? So many weird adventures. Yeah, check it, it out. It needs to be a room musical. Has I'd be, done that, Paul? Oh, wow. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it all day, every day. <laughs> You're tearing me apart. You're tearing me apart. apart. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Has anyone talked about that, Paul? <laughs> musical version of the room? Oh, I'm sure there's been talk. I mean... There's been so many, you know, like riffs on room stuff, like video games, and I'm sure it's yeah. come up at some point. If not, I'll make it happen. Let's, yeah, I'm in if they do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Will but, you guys uh, come be in my room musical? Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be, great. Excellent. I I call dibs on Lisa. Great. Great. <laughs> you want to be Lisa? I'm gonna be Lisa. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. Who's Denny? <laughs> uh, I think Mike Hayes would be a good Denny, even though he okay. wasn't on the show tonight. 
That okay, fits. great. And that's it. That's the whole cast. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just the me two and Mike. Leads. <laughs> <laughs> Danny and Lisa. Links down below on bmoviemania.com to Kat's uh, YouTube stuff. Not that she needs any promoting. She Her stuff does far better than our stupid shit. She's, she's slumming it here. Oh my gosh, don't say that. I had the best time. This was so much fun. You guys are the best. This was great. We're okay. Yeah, we're Thank okay. you. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm, I'm glad that everyone seemed to have a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah. Um, oh, Paul, yeah. we don't need to do all of our own plugs for the Christmas nah, special, let's right? Let's just say like Merry Christmas know. and get out of here. Yeah, all right. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Choke on it! Listen up, maniacs. Do you have a question or a comment? Would you like to uh, send some bourbon to Uncle Lloydie? You can contact the gang on Facebook at B-Movie Mania. You can also drop them a line at bmoviemania.com. Reach out. Touch them. They are touching themselves. And they might just reach back. I'm Lloyd Kaufman saying, see you next time on B-Movie Mania. Woohoo! Come on, Santa. Give it to me. So got it.